Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Paulo and Dr. Tom. And oh my god, I've forgotten it already. It's been that long. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Let's do it again. Hey, 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 you're back with Paulo. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 welcome to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. Yeah. Now, Bolo, here's a performer. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional? Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Season 12. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm more than ready, raring to go, like these queens. Yes. Okay. Well, um, happy 2020. I think this is officially the first podcast we've done this year. Well, no, we, no, no, no. no, we've, no we've, we've, the we recorded the Ruscussions, which was something different for us, wasn't yes. it? Um, it was actually quite deep. It actually we got did go really, quite really deep. philosophical, I think. Yeah. I felt like... I. I got a diploma by the end of it, <laughs> and I just, I could just the tone, the tone in the last podcast was quite. Everyone, everyone there was quite cerebral. Like I'd like to do that as a semi-regular thing, like every so often, just to invite some friends who might have different think, points of view yes, yes. and just discuss like hot topics. I really did, and because I, I edit, I edited afterwards, and I, it's, well, I waited about two weeks before I edited it, and as I was editing and listening, I was like, wow, mm. this is actually getting pretty deep. I think, like you say, like, um, the the guests that we had were kind of like thoughtful, cerebral yeah. people, um, and there were different opinions, that's what I really enjoyed about it, um, people bringing different things to the table, different points of view, it was good, there was food for discussion, but it was all res- respectful, yes. and... Yeah, it was contemplative. I think it was in contrast to our, our last set of guests who who be a Nick fabulous drag race super fans, and it was all a lot very like excitable and a lot of talking over each a lot other, of fighting for the mic, I know. and like and like they they were coming for they were coming for anything. It was, it was a different energy, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was great. But know, both energies energy. equally equally wonderful, but different. Yes. Yeah. Now, how exciting we've got um, a new RuPaul's Drag Race to review and it's season yep. 12 and it's, it's been released. It's been out for a couple of weeks now yep. when we're only just getting into it. To be honest, mm. it was like, because we started this during RuPaul's Drag Race UK, Yeah, I was excited because it was UK. Yeah. Because it was like in our backyard. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was something quite current to us now. Now it's back to the, the US and... Um, it took me a while to really get into it. But I, then, yeah, I think it'll be interesting because the UK one was such a great launch pad for us mm. because we had that as our, yeah, we get the references, everything's cool. But we are Drag Race super fans. Like, I describe our knowledge of Drag Race as bordering on encyclopedic. And, oh. you know, I know she's she's bigging herself up there. When uh, Drag Race was... <laughs> we came a close yeah. second. Do you want to... Um, <laughs> we were first alternate, first yeah. alternate. Um and so I, th- I think we, we're gonna, we're gonna produce some enjoyable content for season. We 12. always do. We always, well, yeah, of course. For our course, friends around the world, from Mauritania <laughs> to Saudi Arabia to Peru, mm, you know, South Africa, all the countries, Mexico. all the nations. Speaking of which, is a very diverse cast this season, isn't it? We've got we've um, got a lot of POCs in this. And how many are there? We have uh, an Iranian Canadian. We have a French lady. Um, lots, you know, like multinational feeling about it this year. I think yes, mm. it's a it's, it's a good bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're going to be discussing in this podcast is, of course, our first impressions, and that's coming from us watching the Meet the Queens. Mm-hmm. 
thank whoever um, thank you to whoever made the um the collage of all of them put together On that's UC. really really helped us it was helpful wasn't it yes yeah, so, so we're just going to talk about our first impressions of the mm-hmm. queens um and that's pretty much it and, and seeing I, where we go from there and i mean meet the queens is i mean it's first impressions isn't it it's, it's an important opportunity for the it's girls it's an elevator to, pitch it's it really really is isn't it i like that queens. phrase elevator pitch alligator pitch Ele- <laughs> so it's basically it's as in keep them, it snappy get yeah. it oh no no it's not, it's not gonna happen Tom Can it's not gonna happen doctor <laughs> I've had two sips of wine it's gone right <laughs> to my head um yeah so basically here they are selling themselves mm-hmm. and sometimes as they did last time they kind of give little hints about who they they're do, playing don't they what, what they're playing and what they're going to struggle in and, and, and they give you a, a little dose of that so you just have to watch it and try to see what you can pick out and perhaps even elimination order sometimes yes. you can get this sense off them of confidence where they're looking straight into the camera and being like mm. I came to win yes. and other girls are a bit like well I'm not very good at sewing so <laughs> you know I just came to have a good time yeah. okay she's out <laughs> she's out first two episodes <laughs> now I was intrigued to know um, from Meet the Queens in the past, who has made like a strong impact on you? Can you remember anybody? Um, Meet the Queens in the past. To be mm. honest, the only Meet the Queens I can remember is the UK. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember watching them perhaps a bit more religiously from perhaps season nine onwards. I remember mm-hmm. season nine and some of the girls making a strong impact. I think visually arresting queens make a good impact in this again because it's like you say that elevator pitch and yep. they can convey so much of themselves through their appearance so i remember like nina benina brown standing out in her season nine um meet the queens because she had that like alien look do you remember mm. and valentina just being gorgeous oh, i have to I have, i'm going back now the i haven't i haven't really watched meet the queens i always just wait for the episode mm. and i always just watch like those ads that they do you know with mm-hmm. the new cast that's that's all i've watched i yep. don't really get into it until we've had to do the podcast mm-hmm. but um i remember one queen that i remember from the meet the queens or from the ads was silky yeah silky yes. nutmeg ganache I was like, bam, I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. From that live, that really bad Meet the oh, Queens live that they've taken down. I it mean, was that's that bad. It's an artifact that should be kept up. For, why would you get... Who was that Who was that little... He was the ice skater. Why would they get an ice skater just because he's gay? He was they, a bit they, of an up-and-coming like, gay sportsman, wasn't he? So, he was the worst person. It's like when they put, invited... Um, what's the other chap? Um... The like bobsledder who did um Oh, um Gus Kinworthy. Yeah, I think I think they've got a little bit oh let's let's cross over with like other up and coming popular they, I guess no, what, what they're trying to do was trying to get their fans into it so they I make think promote so. as well. I think so. Um but no them I remember watching the, was it season eleven? Yeah. Oh, season eleven Sutton Nutmeg, I still cannot make enough. She was like for me, I was like, she's going to make it. She's going to win. Or I want her to win. Because yeah. she was the best. As, as, as much of a plane crash that uh, Meet the Queens was, Nutmeg was really into it. Like, she really <laughs> came with her energy. She really sold it. She, she kind of took over. I so love, she was the only queen mm. that actually went there and was really, really good. I love the abbreviation of Nutmeg, by the way. I'm all, well, I'm all for calling her Nutmeg from henceforth. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Nutmeg was good. So, you know what? It, it really, really got me thinking because well, some, something like that, which was live. Yeah. So we got to watch her live. Without the editing... Without the editing mm. of the producers, without them seeing up anything, 
I loved no, um, Nutmeg. Nutmeg. I really loved her without any editing. Mm-hmm. Then I'm watching the show and you can't deny she said what she said she is what she is but there is an element of editing in the tv reality show yeah so even nutmeg says it in her um instagram live she was like look y'all loved me i was the number one queen Mm -hmm. number one like the queen going into it when it was just live when it was just me and you Mm -hmm. you loved me but when you when it was put through the editing machine you guys hated me afterwards. So she, she's like, come watch me live. You'll love me again. Do you which know I feel like is good. I think she has a really valid point there. But I'll tell you what the specific bits that, that put me off nutmeg a bit were um, when she bigged herself up too much. And yeah. she said things like, I know America's going to love me and compared herself to Latrice Royale. And it's like, that's really, really dicey territory. You don't want to compare yourself to somebody as beloved as Latrice mm. or say America's going to love me. And she she said, you should kind of like, I remember her and Tuck declaring it to the room in the middle of an argument with Evie. And I was like, Silky, come off it. People love humility. I think actually that's quite a British thing, like in humility. I think an American audience loves confidence, but still with, with, with an element of self-awareness, I would say. Okay, well, I just thought that she made a um, huge impact on me, uh, not me. Mm. And Aquaria, I've always just heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she came into the room, I'm like, oh, that's Aquaria. And it's yeah. not because, like, you know, I've seen any of her stuff on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, you know, when you see, like, the, the cast doing a tour mm-hmm. and she was, she, her name would be there. Yeah. And the, with, the, with the queens who were from Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd be like, who the hell's Aquaria? I'd heard of her as Sharon Needles' drag daughter, or mm-hmm. at least that was the label that she'd acquired. When I, You know, I think as it, as it turned out, the relationship was a little bit more tenuous than that actually i don't think sharon has like a really active role in aquarius day-to-day life but clearly was instrumental or some sort of catalyst in the development of her drag um anyway yeah well that's my i remember like watching season five meet the queens actually and being really interested in alaska but you know i knew about her connection with sharon needles um but yeah, there you go. It's it, it's important, isn't it? Especially as Drag Race has taken off and we get these tasters. It's your alligator pitch, and let's see what happens next. Yes, and uh, let's mo- well now let's move on to the um, season twelve Please. meet the queens. Okay, mm-hmm. um, because what happens is that they do the meet the queens. You make up your mind about them, and then what does everyone do? They go on Google mm-hmm. and they Google each queen and find beef. I just realised that the order we've watched them in is alphabetical. I didn't realise. <laughs> so For their smart. first name. You must be a doctor. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Only a real doctor could have got that. Wow. All right, let's go with it. Oh, also, I can, can, sorry, can I just quickly mention that we went to um, Sibling Rivalry. Oh, I. We yeah. went to um, um, watch Sibling Rivalry podcast live in Manchester. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone follows them. You probably don't. Um, but they, mm-hmm. um, they're another podcast that... It's up does... and coming, sort of, they're, you know, <laughs> take, get, getting off the ground at the mm-hmm. moment. We'll, we'll promote them. We're going to plug them, give them some followers. Um, Sibling Rivalry is a podcast done by um, Monet Exchange and done by Bob uh, the drag queen and Bob the drag queen was amazing she's one of my favorite queens we went to go see them live and um it was really really good anything you'd expect from them Bob the drag queen being just like clever witty always on always on to and hilarious it was one of the funniest bits actually there was significant technical difficulties with um a lip sync segment with the projector (laughs) and the sound and stuff Bob just turned it into a laugh a minute Bob was fantastic oh my gosh you know what she stayed in character there's a time where it went off the, mm. the, there was during their intro 
um, and they're done doing doing a track, mm-hmm. a lip syncing and performing to a track they've already pre-recorded, mm-hmm. and, the, and the sound just went off, and she just <laughs> stood there. And just like really soaked it in mm-hmm. for a while. And you know what? You'd think I thought she was gonna break character because it was so yeah. long. But she just stayed there mm-hmm. in character, just like holding this pose yeah. and like, you know, adjusting herself now and then. Really, really stool in the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved her for that. She's I was fantastic. like laughing and like just wooing them mm-hmm. on. Anyway, one thing I want I want to talk about I'm, is that there came a time where they mm-hmm. said, We're gonna take questions from the audience. And one of the questions I've always wanted to know was that for all stars for. Yes. Where Monet won. There's always been talk about apparently in that room mm-hmm. on the day there was a clear winner. Mm-hmm. And that was from all ca- all the cast said there was a clear winner. Um, even some of the crew said there was mm-hmm. a clear winner. There was yeah. a clear winner at the final lip sync of the final episode. And there's nowhere. I, c- I couldn't find it anywhere who it was, you yeah. know, but no one wanted to say names. So that my question I asked them was. I asked him exactly that. Basically, mm-hmm. I said, who was the clear winner for the All-Stars 4? Because no one said names, but apparently there was a clear winner said by the crew mm-hmm. and all the cast there. And Monet was like, it was me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so there, done. Do you know what? I can quite believe it because we saw Monet do a few different... Oh, they did a kind of um, uh, lip sync... What did they call it? Like lip sync suicide or something at the end where they got titles of songs from the audience and they were just going to lip sync to all these surprise numbers yes and Monet was fantastic she's yeah. such a fantastic performer which I do remember from um, <laughs> I think um, season 11 especially not 11 sorry season 10 I thought Monet was the lip sync assassin of that season I preferred her over Cameron Michaels and I thought she won the lip sync where she walked away actually there's no denying that Monet Exchange is a very good lip sync. She's an entertainer. And she's just got a, she's got a huge mouth. Like, it yeah. was just made for lip syncing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. y- you can see every little thing that comes out of her mm. mouth, and she's very, very good at that. Anyway, I really, really enjoyed Sibling Rivalry. I digress. Let's get straight into the season 12 Meet the Queens. Now, mm-hmm. the first queen that we got is Miss Aiden Zane. Mm-hmm. Aiden Zane? Is it like you're insane? You're insane. It's insane. Ain't <laughs> insane. No, no. Are can we, we recommend that little clip to our, <laughs> to our fans, yeah, actually? If anybody out there is... Um, I mean, there are great SNL clips on, on YouTube, um, but we're a big... Mm. We've watched a lot of the the Real Housewives of SNL um, sketch recently. You guys should check it out. So, uh, Maya Rudolph's especially amazing in that. So back to Aiden Zane. Aiden Zane. Stop. That's how we're going to refer to her, though. Aiden Zane. Um, yeah, I... She's, I just thought she was like a pretty Dragula queen. I thought Aiden was working really hard in this um, segment. I felt like she was really, really keen to project a certain image. And there were a couple of things that came through quite prominently that she was focusing on her like uniqueness and her monstrousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think exactly as you say, it's it's almost like she had auditioned for Dragula and not quite make, made it. And, and then prettied herself up for yeah, a drag race. There was almost this element of, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm getting this wrong, really. There was like an element of disdain for drag race as a format. Okay. And she was a little bit like, I'm a bit too cool and a bit too monstery for, for drag race. What do you think? Um, I just found her quite plain. Like, she's like, I'm unique with my looks. You know, no mm-hmm. one really does this. I'm unique because yeah. of the way I look. And I'm like, what? Well, hold, hold on. Rewind there. Yeah. First of all, unique should like my look should not be a, a selling feature. Mm-hmm. Every drag queen should have 
their own look. Mm-hmm. Tell me why that look is. She made specific reference to, to her eye makeup. Specifically didn't she? say why that look makes mm. you different. But don't say that because I look differently, that's why I'm unique. Mm. Like, it has to be something more than that. Because, like, I don't want to see another queen that's already come. I don't want to see another Cheryl Hole who's, <laughs> who's really just someone else. Yeah. Like, every queen should be their own and every queen should be unique. And I, I would assume that every queen that's chosen is unique. So, more on sell me that Mm -hmm. she was placing particular emphasis on how she blends cartoon and horror and like i thought that was a a interesting angle to come from a sense of uniqueness because we've just had evie oddly win who is you know she's left field freaky drag with lots of different kind of horror and and humorous references Mm -hmm. sharon needles was winner of season four and she if she's not the meeting ground of horror and cartoon. I don't know what is, you know, she's, she's all about campy horror. I mean, Elvira is her inspiration, you know? Um, but unfortunately, I didn't get a very warm or likable vibe off Aiden Zane. I, I hope was, I'm proven wrong. In I mean, the, what she was wearing as well was very basic. I mean, look, the, can we just mention as well? They, they did have two looks. Red on one side and yeah. then white on the other. And it was like a jumpsuit. Everybody had two looks, didn't they? One of them was clearly patriotism. Yep. Um, red, white and blue. And then the other one the had other to one, be like a punk rock I type. don't know if that was the specific. I'd be really interested to know what it was. I mean, it was for her. Mm-hmm. But I think it was kind of like... Your drag. What's your drag? Okay. Because, yeah, her first look was kind of a bit mime, a bit Piero, a bit David Bowie inspired. Mm -hmm. But like you say, a little bit based. The second one was like Susie Sue goes to the shops. Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees goes to the shops, I thought. Pretty Marilyn Manson. Kind of, yeah. But I mean, it's got that kind of like gothic vibe to it. So Susie or Marilyn, I think, are are equally good points of reference. Mm. What I find interesting is how she deals with drama. She says she doesn't know how she deals with drama how she deals with drama, which lets me think that she never got to a certain point where she had to get quite into it, which means she's in early out. She said something about exploding if people push her too far, so I wonder if she's being a bit combative, actually. Ooh, for me, she, she gave um, a really um, I'm out early kind of vibe. But that's mm. that's what I think. And I think she was trying to prove her place there so much. I'm this, I'm that, I'm unique, I'm blah, yeah. I'm blah, I'm blah, blah. You know, it's, if you're confident in, your, in yourself, you don't have to sell yourself so much. I agree. Like, I completely agree with you. She was working hard in yeah. this to try and make an impression. She wanted the job. Like a, yeah. a job interview, she really wanted the job. I hope I'm proven wrong because she could really produce some interesting looks on the runway. Yeah. So um, let's see what she brings. Yeah. Well, I'm not inspired by her at the moment, but obviously it changes. It's just first impressions. Let's move on to Brita. Britta? Now, I'm sure... Britta. I've heard of Britta before, and she's actually Britta Filter, but because it's a copyrighted thing, they can only call her Britta, I think. What's the copyright? Britta Filter. They're the things that you... They're water purifier filters. Okay. Yeah. Never, I've never heard and that. And she, she described that and she, she mentioned that in a, she didn't mention the actual name of it, but she talked about how that was her inspiration. Uh, okay. Something about how like, oh, I'm different. I'm just dirty or something. or I'm just filthy. I don't purify. Apparently she's a big thing in New York City. I, so she's yeah. a neighbor in New York City and apparently Adele and Jennifer Lawrence went to her show specifically to see her and she was asked to do... Um, one of their gig, a party. She was asked to do a gig for Adele or something. Sidebar, I would love to go and have a few drinks with Adele and Jennifer Lawrence. They'd be so much fun. I think they asked her, but she couldn't mm. do it because she was 
filming season 12 uh, so brita is already a name so that's yeah. that's really really good to hear um and i thought she looked really really pretty i, I really <laughs> liked brita yeah. she gave me um she can host warm friendly funny vibes she can ho- yeah. you can definitely tell which of these yeah. queens can host which yeah. of these which which of these queens can hold a room she would hold she a can room, hold a room defo. I can, just by seeing her there she can mm-hmm. definitely hold a room um she find strength from a powerful POC woman and like showbiz and Broadway. Yeah, she made reference to the two two Jennifers, Hudson yes. and, and not Lawrence, but Holiday. And she's got theatre training. So I could, you know, I'm, she's putting me in mind of like, I would love to see her do something Dream Girls inspired. You know, she yeah. loves Jennifer Holiday. Um, she's clearly, you know, she said she she aimed for Broadway, but ended up off 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 Broadway, and that made me laugh. Well, that takes me back to what I was saying. I don't know yeah. if I said it on the podcast, but I do remember um, talking to you and some others outside of the podcast, saying that, and it's not it's no way for me to like downplay drag, mm-hmm. but I feel like performers who don't make it professionally mm-hmm. in like Broadway or in the West End or like. You know, if they don't make those really, really mm. big gigs that they somewhat settle with um, drag because for drag, you can just be. So it's like if you're not, if you're just not good enough to be amazing, you're amazing to be drag. But also by that same token, um, when they do get into drag race, it becomes a platform for them to then move into um the professional gigs like we've seen uh peppermint go into broadway so i feel like it's a good launch pad for people um who may maybe aren't making it in big and professionally especially with broadway that it becomes a really really good avenue for them after the show to move into that Does i that see what you mean sense? i see it almost like it it's a different sort of I, I i see what you're saying i think we're both being careful not to diminish yeah but the I, talent I don't want to exactly, aren't I'm, we? I'm, I'm not saying I think that it's drag can add an extra spin or shtick sometimes yeah. that allows very talented people in a very competitive industry an outlet yeah yeah um I think she seems multi-talented, Britta. I think she's a real contender. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she struggled with sewing, though, so I hope she's not an early out. Oh. We always say that that's a, a bit of a warning sign, don't we? Because always there's always a sewing or look challenge early on. What did you think about her looks? The look one was classic old-school drag. She looked gorgeous, yes. but not groundbreaking. But she did look I gorgeous. Think she looked stunning. The makeup was gorgeous. The hair was quaffed. Yep. The second look reminded me of a runway look of Roxy Andrews. Um, okay. Where she wore a mohawk and like a denim like jacket without bottoms. Um, and I thought it was, you know, like Tina Turner-esque, that look. I mean, the face is painted like jiggly caliente. <laughs> Don't you agree? Not, not, oh, in that particular <laughs> clip, yeah. Yes. Not a in bad this, thing. Jiggly's gorgeous. We got over, she looks like jiggly caliente. So uh-huh. I was like, oh, jiggly. I think in terms of looks, she's not going to do anything that, um, sh- you know, is particularly groundbreaking or inspirational, but she's going to be polished yeah. and she's going to look gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and I think her skills probably lie elsewhere. And I think she'll be funny. She's she'll a be a great singer. Queen. She did mention that her tone is piercing, though, which didn't, which didn't like fill me. Well, what's funny is that people. She was saying that 
But was she the queen that was saying that, oh, you know, I don't look approachable? She was one of two queens who said that, both of whom were quite warm, yeah, friendly, and like, funny. She, she said that um, one thing is that people don't find me approachable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, to be honest, you're, you're definitely not coming across that way right now in this mm. meet the queens. But you know what? Both queens who said that were queens of colour who were of tall or big stature. Yeah. So oh. I wonder if they were talking more about their appearance and people's perceptions. Just being a big black person. Yeah, which is really sad, actually, to that experience exactly sad reflection of their experience with other people which is you know terrible but um the it's certainly she seemed likable warm and funny in this i mm. liked her i do i i think she'll I'd like to see more she, she'll go far yeah i think um moving on we've got well her who's this crystal, crystal method, method. Hmm. interesting now let's start with the name um, in contrast to Crystal Beth of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, who is just shortened to Crystal, I wonder if it's because that was a BBC thing and they had such strict guidelines around drugs references. Yeah. And because this is the H1 and not BBC, she can be Crystal Method. I think With this a is, Y. I think is a reference to Alana Del Rey lyric. I'm sure there's some lyric where she says something about getting your Crystal Method on. Well, how, how old is, how long has Crystal been around the end of... I mean, that's not that long ago. That, oh, no, Lana loads. came around, at, like, I remember Lana about five years ago. She's been around okay. a little while now. Okay. Um, I'm sure that's when her debut Well, was. Crystal's a queen from Missouri. She's um, She she was selling herself as a resourceful queen. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I've written down. Uh, a clown. She just looks like <laughs> a clown. Certainly her paint no, like, gave us I'm that not, impression. Yeah, exactly. yeah, her face is painted very like clownish. Clown, but make it fashion. And she, um, she did, yes, exactly, clown and <laughs> a fashion clown. Yeah. And she, she did say she, she's not one to try look fishy. <gasps> Are we allowed say? to say that word? We can say, we can say. <laughs> she's not one to look fishy or her. slutty. The, there seems to be an emphasis on her being like fun, campy, fashionable, but kind of... With a twist, I think mm. she made. She said several times that she's got um, fairly obscure points of reference. Interestingly, quite different to Aiden Zane. Aiden Zane, I think. Um, yeah, well, yes. Well, all the things that she was saying, like monsters, she she, yeah. she lights up as monsters and weird stuff. Girl, Dragula. <laughs> yeah, but you know, drag, to be successful on Dragula, you gotta get down and dirty. Mm. If if you wanna, if you wanna. I'm not going to call Drag Race an easy ride, but you don't have to eat brains. You don't have to jump out of the plane, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, now, the first look gave me Mad Hatter's Tea Party vibes. Yep. Um, the second look was like um, very elven. It was kind of like Galadriel from uh, Lord of the Rings wears fetish wear. Well, what are those things that on her hand? It's like That's she's wearing like long socks at the end or something. Oh, yeah. What is that? They're like long sleeves, aren't they? They're like yeah. that... Um, I remember that fighting game with the girl with the long sleeves. Mm. But yeah, there was, she she put on pointy ears. It was an elven look. Mm. Um, and do you know what I thought was a real theme, especially with the second looks on this one? Like Vivian Westwood. Like that that was like fetish Vivian Westwood inspired, I thought. Um, trend alert, Vivian Westwood. I really do like that second look. Um, no, yeah, I good. just wrote Pretty Queen. Should have auditioned for Dragula. And um, she's made it... Uh, a USP for her is that she was an Eagle Scout queen, <laughs> and um, she's quite res- she's a resourceful queen, basically. Yeah, she's going to be that queen, resourceful. Yep, queen on a budget. I think she'll do well in look based challenges, and she'll give us something fun, unique, interesting, interesting points of reference. So I'm excited to see what she produces in that point of view when it comes to performance. I don't know. 
I don't know. She's a singer. Apparently, oh, I didn't catch that. She, she ends it with like, "I'm a singer, probably. I'm a good singer, probably." <laughs> was it literally like five minutes of like, "Oh, I do creative looks," and then the mm. end, "Oh, and I can sing." Do you I, know what? I, I, a thing that I found with all of the queens is that they're all pushing so much. I'm this. I'm that. Was, I'm, yeah, you know, there was a lot of that going it was on. Job interview territory. Yes, and I felt like she was one of them. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know how far she should go. I do want to see more of her to see. She talked about how sunny and positive she is as well, which I liked. Mm-hmm. She said that she literally paints on a smile, doesn't she? Which oh, is yeah, so which she, is nice. Oh, that's that was quite cute. She she yeah. paints a smile on her face, so even when she's angry, she's still smiling. I liked her paint. I thought it was really interesting. Very pretty clown. Yeah, pretty clown. I think she'll draw comparisons to Trixie with the eyes in particular, but I think that's a little bit of a lazy comparison. Mm. Um, but there's me making a lazy comparison. Mm. And next we got Dahlia Sin, who was the drag daughter of Aja. Now I have seen Aja. 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 Jimmy, Jimmy. Aja. What the hell was that? It's a Bollywood song. Oh. Um, uh, Dahlia. Now I have seen Dahlia before on, I believe, Hey Queen, because when Aja did her interview, she came on with House of Aja. Okay. And um, I'm sure Dahlia was there. Now, I'm saying I'm sure because she clearly didn't make like a massive impact on me. But then she was there with like three girls who looked quite similar to her. So it was hard to like make distinctions. But um, what did you make of Dahlia? Um, just like that bitch. <laughs> she was. She, was she a came bit... across as that bitch. Was she a bit of a thought? Yeah. 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 Just like... I mean, she says that she's banji, but then she's like kawaii. Yeah. And I'm so, like, hold up, that's two very, very different things. It's two complete opposite things to be. So, And I think she you? presented that, though, with her two looks, didn't she? Because um, look one was like patriotic banji girl, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked gorgeous. Now, she was one of a couple of girls who, you know, again... I say this every episode, I'm not an MUA, but she didn't paint very heavily. There wasn't heavy contouring or even a lot of work around the eyes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it looked like she was using her natural brows as at least a starting point. Um, and she looked really pretty, but, I, 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 you know, you get that sense sometimes, I can tell what you look like as a boy. Yes. That's what I could see with Dahlia, but she looked gorgeous. And she had her, the hair was lovely with the, with the curls. The baby the hairs. Edge. Yeah, the baby hairs. What they do they call them? They call them, um, no, baby hairs. They were it? baby hairs, I yeah. think. Um, now, the second look was very, now she mentioned that she uses um, kawaii anime as a reference point. I saw, now this is this is really quite white of me, to be honest. I saw like Grimes, Brooke Candy as kind of reference points for that. Um You know, from some of Grimes' videos, that's exactly how she looks with the pigtails and the colours. Um Hmm. I, I, I really don't know what to make of her, to be honest. Um, Dahlia was another one who came across as a bit combative, I think. Yeah. Like a little bit of a fighter. She talked about being petty and she... I just thought she was all over the place with how she was defining she was. her. She, she was all, yeah. I, just, I don't know what to make of her because I don't know what she's saying, really. She's, yeah. she's banji, she's cute, she keeps it real, but she likes to keep it burlesque and modern. Uh-huh. But she's a you know, she's a bitch. I was like, girl, <laughs> you're you're a lot of things. <laughs> Do you know what I've written down? There was like quite a lot of empty speech when she was talking. It's like she was thinking out loud and had exactly as you say, there wasn't a clear sense of her personality. Like she was saying, oh, I don't cause drama. And then she's saying, I'm a petty bitch. And then she was saying like, oh, 
there's not much difference between my drag persona and my boy persona and my drag persona is actually a bit more pared down oh actually both are crazy yeah and it was kind of like well what do you really think dahlia and also the, the what are you how how do you define your drag yeah because it's if it's just i mean i just i don't, I don't know how to go from there it's she's saying that mm. she's a well she said she's a performer I can see her turning a look. I can see her perhaps laying a lip sync. I can see her falling really flat in um, like acting um, comedy based challenges. I put down what's her reason for drag if it's if she's the same person. You know, sometimes mm. people say when they put on drag, they they're a different person or it helps them help. Yeah. It's their suit of armor. It's their yeah. superhero, and they become this mega person of their own personality. Yeah. She's like, I'm just the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. if anything, I'm a bit more subdued. Yeah, um, <laughs> okay, well, that's cool if that if that's what it is. But I mean, then, I quite often put on drag then take a nap. <laughs> you know i don't i don't know she um she really i'm, I'm really lost with her i don't know yeah. if she knows who she is now dahlia she's gives, doing drag for the hell of it just because yeah dahlia gives me early out vibes mm. because she's gorgeous to look at but i didn't get a sense of substance and like her makeup isn't like anything amazing it's mm. just like you said before you know what she looks like as yeah. a boy she said she was one of the trade of the season Okay, well, she's, she's probably that. quite handsome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's really da- it. just coming back to what you said a minute ago about um, you know she didn't have a clear answer for. I felt like we could get a real sense of some of the prompt questions in this Meet the Queens. One of which is definitely like, "What does drag mean to you?" or "How did you get into drag?" And some of the girls had such good answers, and like you say, Dahlia did not. Exactly. Let's move on to Miss Gigi Good. Gigi Good. Um. Is she a youngest queen, 21, from Cali? Possibly, possibly. I'll tell you what I wrote down straight away was mm. she's the blessing Claire of the season. <laughs> um, is she even wearing makeup or is she just <laughs> a very twinky white boy? So again, it's trend alert, um, you know, uh, again, you know, we're not MUAs, but kind of like a lack of paint. Yeah, you know, of not, course. Not heavy contouring, use mm. of natural features quite a lot. Uh, that seems to be a little bit of a trend with some of the girls. She was giving me I mean, Farrah Fawcett does Wonder Woman realness. She could afford to put one. a bit more makeup because I can see the boy in that bottom jaw. She's got a strong jaw. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she She's also got a strong to. brow. So, um, you know, I but, but again, you know, we can kind of see what she looks like as a boy. I think she's probably quite handsome. Mm. Um but the hair was 70. She was going as far as four. So you mentioned Abba as well, didn't yes, you? Yes, I, I said Abba. Yeah. See, I have references too. Yes. <laughs> we both absorb see, culture. I, all I can say, it's very Beyonce. Um, what's that? Beyonce. Wow, see, there's a clip where her hair's exactly <laughs> like that. What is that? I'm I've such not a... seen Beyonce. Do. It also reminds me of Madonna during her hung up era, but she was referencing the 70s when she did that. Um, I wrote, yeah, there's not much theater mm. in her makeup. It's very Derek Barry. You know, yeah. Derek Barry was just like she couldn't even block her brows. She was like she using woman's makeup, yeah. and then Naomi kept getting getting at her, saying, "Girl, yeah. there's not even drag makeup." And then when blocked your brows, but when she finally did it, she went home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, those brows that they were scary. Everywhere you see, there's a hem. There's a hem here. There's a hem. <laughs> everywhere's a hem. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I thought she was um, a very. A young, young queen, very young queen, very, very pretty twink, I'd, I'd assume, out of yeah. it. Um, she um, has that going for her. 
I thought what was lovely about her, and you mentioned it as well, was she mentions a relationship with her mum. Yeah, sounds like her mum is her drag mum, actually. Her best friend. Yeah, her mom makes, lovely. Her mum makes her outfits. Mm-hmm. How cool! How cool it would be to have a relationship with your mother like that, to come out as mm-hmm. gay, to come out as like drag, and then the mum just being so supportive and makes all her, she's making what she's wearing right there. Yeah, mum's really talented, clearly. Yeah, and she was like, I can't yeah. wait for you to meet my mum, and that's like that's adorable. Um. Her second look was clearly very Scottish inspired. Um, I thought of we watch we're big fans of the Windsors, and there's an episode where Prince William uh, spends the night with Nicola Sturgeon. Um, and you're saying that this of what the she SMP, looks like? <laughs> yeah, that's what she looks like okay. when Nicola Sturgeon put on her big red curly wig and was like, yeah, uh, the belle of the Scottish Highlands. She looks like um, brave, you know, brave. brave. I was thinking brave the, as well. Lady from Brave, yeah, um, who's yeah, an official yeah. Disney princess now, Is, I believe. Can I just? <laughs> I thought her look looks a bit hodgepodge. I didn't think it was hodgepodge. I think it was. Um, I liked the use of different tartans, and again, it was giving me Vivian Westwood vibes because there was that asymmetry use of. Tartan. I'm a big fan of Vivian Westwood. No, you're not. They are. They are. No, I think it's trend alert. Vivian. Westwood. Is everything Vivian Westwood aspired? Well, there's at least three that I think here are. Um, what do I think of her? Basic. Do you really? Wow, that's that's quite a statement. Yeah, well, she just she she didn't capture me in the Meet the Queens. She said that she's pigeonholed as a bit of a look queen, and she wants to move away from that preconception. But she doesn't even have good. Well, look, I don't think she has good looks, but then I'm not a fashionista person, so don't take what I. No, yeah, she well, was showing diversity in the looks. At least I think there are lots of different points of reference. I think everyone does diverse looks, is too, and everyone, no one looks the same. So don't say that. I guess what 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 a, maybe she's a bit. Maybe she's quite popular on Instagram. Perhaps we should check that out. And Do you know what I thought? I yeah. thought she was the queen. How I said a lot of the queens are saying, I'm this, I'm that. Like, mm. she was saying that, oh, look, she's cute. She's she's unique. She's She's got a five and a half octave range. She, um, <laughs> you know, speaks to me. <laughs> she's perfect. I just felt like, she's beautiful. Yeah, I just felt like she was a queen that was doing that the most. And I was like, honey, calm, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Give me three and then show me. Yep. She said something about how she's not much of a dancer but she said some some sort of reference to lip syncing is like it's all in my mouth kind of yeah. thing so i wonder if she's like that kind of emotive performer with a tight lip sync but doesn't death drop and split and yes i mean sasha Valor is a prime example of mm. what she is describing if she's saying that you know i can't do all those tricks but i can lip sync fine yeah. sasha sasha Valor, i feel is a very very good lip sync her, yeah her face has so much emotion yeah you know in, in there and um I, even mm. even jujube to an extent you didn't see her running around <laughs> doing splits and all that yeah. but she she's she's conveys got it all yeah she conveys it so there's probably one of my best lip syncs if you if you can if you don't have to death drop if you don't have to do a mm. split to be amazing then you're an assassin yeah so um i hope she is i, I can't wait to see her um lip sync for her life yeah yeah perhaps what she's get, getting at really maybe she wins a lip sync against like a dancing or or kind of you know s- splits and jumping girl yeah um but it does it with emotion does that kind of annie lennox thing all right that's all i have for her mm. moving on to the next person who at the moment is my favorite yeah. is heidi in closet is it, is it hiding in closet or hiding in the closet? Should I think we say it like hiding in closet? Maybe it depends if you do it with like a certain accent. Is hiding, hiding in closet. Hiding in closet. Yeah. So hiding in closet is my favorite. I just wrote like instant charm. 
yeah. instant likability. She is cute. <laughs> and she, I really liked her. She's quite lovely, isn't she? She's a th- Southern Belle. She's a dancer. She's a pageant queen. So she's going to draw instant comparisons to Kennedy and Chi Chi. Mm. Um, but she gives me more of a like relaxed, fun, upbeat vibe. Yeah. Amazing as both those queens are. Like Kennedy's actually quite intense, isn't she? And she's like um she's kind of like your grumpy uncle in a lot of ways even though she's amazing and chi chi struggled with confidence a bit heidi gives me like i'm here to have a great time and i've got this in my skill set yeah yeah she was really really lovely i really yeah i Mm. I really hope she goes she's quite kooky (laughs) you know what i love the most about her is that i just felt like it was someone sitting down and talking talking to you Mm. and i always i used to watch a lot of um do a lot of well, in training, I remember what they say is that you have to make it feel like someone's talking to you through the lens. Mm. And that's what you want. That's what you want from someone. Mm-hmm. I felt like she's talking to me and it's just me and her sitting down having a kiki, yeah. just chatting. I, f- I yeah. felt like this, her meet the queens was very that. Yeah. As opposed to some of the other queens who were like really shoving on how how great they are. Yeah. I felt like she was just like, hey, this is who I am. And she showed me who she was. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I liked her. And she's yeah. my favorite. She's my she's my favorite so far. I now. can vouch for that. You've said that really consistently. Mm. Um, she was lovely and warm. Now, her looks, the patriotic one I gave me kind of Snow White vibes. Yeah. Um, but she had those Rachel Stevens gloves on, those like little PVC half gloves. Mm. You know, like the, I always think they're a way of saying, but I'm making it fashion, you know. Uh, and I remember in, uh, you know, in season three, Alessandra Torresani, um, our favorite Cylon popped along for the, um, you know, the Queens and Outer Space Challenge and okay. she was wearing them. So I don't know if she's making a secret little reference. <laughs> I doubt that. I don't know. It's a deep cut, but. <laughs> Heidi looks like she's here for a good time, but she also wants to win. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Heidi goes far. She gives me like top seven vibes, Defo. I can see her going. I always think top seven is when the season takes shape and you've kind of gotten rid of everybody who can't cut it. And then you've got your top seven girls. And I, I definitely see, see her being top seven. Mm. I don't know if I can see her winning. You know what? You always see someone who has a colour instinct and yeah. she just doesn't have that colour instinct. But maybe her loveliness will be enough to get her along. I'd, ho- I'd hope so. She says I'd she, hope so. She says she shuns I mean, drama. I mean, she um she is a pageant girl. She's from the yes. pageant scene. So, like, she ain't brand new. No. Like, you know, she, she, she's been she's been somewhere. She's up and coming in her place. She's, she's quite modest as well. And she's just like, I'm not a big fish in a little pond, but I'm kind of up and coming. Mm. Um, her second look... Um, at least in the the close, gave me Mel B from the Spice Girls because there was bits of leopard print and the hair horns were quite Mel B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but not so much in in the wide. She she had quite an elaborate ad- outfit with the panniers and stuff I, and the ribbons. I got like Beyonce. Yeah, there's Beyonce. I got Beyonce in inspired mm. kind of look there. Pop diva though. Yeah. yeah. So I think she, you know, that's the kind of outfit she might wear as a dancer. Mm. No. I'm, uh, I'm hoping she goes far. Do you know what I loved? What? Her gap in her teeth. It was oh. lovely. It was so cute. 
<laughs> she can fit three quarters in there. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Oh, gosh. Okay. Next up, we got Miss Jackie Cox another, from New York City. Yeah. Another queen who I really liked, actually. She gave me, like, and I think this is how she conveys herself. And I think she, she made multiple references to the development of her character and what her character is. And I think I get her character. She's like, you're fun drag auntie, you know? She's funny. She's kooky. Well, yeah, but the cool aunt. Yeah, yeah. No, a regular aunt. I'm a cool aunt. Yeah. Um, from New York City now, is it is it me or every queen from New York City makes New York, makes that a statement? Makes mm-hmm. that something like mm-hmm. I'm from New York City, and you know, like New York City is like the, where all the drag is the best, and you know, it's the capital of drag, yeah. and like <laughs> like a drag proving ground. Like, yeah, I run, like I run why run am I from, good? Well, it's yeah. because I'm from New York City. I can like, barely pay my rent. I don't get paid. I run from gig to gig. I work hard. I you know hop on the tube in drag. I guess you I have, have to be the, able to do the whole spectrum of talents. You have to be great. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd assume from what these queens brag about that yeah. in order to make it in New York City and to make a name and with all the competition, you have to be a good queen. Does New York have the most winners, actually? Bianca Del Rio? Bob, Sasha. Aquaria? Probably does have the most winners as a city. I don't even know where... Is Aquaria from there? Yeah, she, She's not from there, but she... Got her drag. She yeah. got her start in New yeah, York. Yeah, well... I, I know she's from Jersey, isn't she? She's a Jersey girl. Jersey. Well, mm. I just think, yeah, New York City comes, off, Philly, as, comes of off as the place where if you can make it there, you've got a good chance at making mm-hmm. it or doing well in the show. <laughs> it's like the song New York, New York. If you can Be- make it there, you can make it anywhere. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you could... Do drag it, NYC, Tom. In New York, New York. Um, yeah, well, you have to be good to bake it in New York City because that's where all the entertainment is around the corner. Mm. you got Broadway. So you're competing for people's mm. money in a area that is just selling entertainment yeah. 24-7. So you've got to be able to hold your own. So, yes. yeah, okay. I got very Miss Cracker vibes from Miss I agree. Dickie Cox. Very, yeah. they, I think they've got very similar humor. Yeah. You know, like like you said, you get her. I think she comes across as a very clever queen I think in she, that case. She might be Miss Cracker a bit further along in therapy. Because <laughs> Miss Cracker wears a hat on her sleeve and is quite open about the fact that she still struggles with her confidence mm. and it undermines her at every turn. Jackie seemed a bit more relaxed than Miss okay. Cracker, but similar like sort that. of sense I of like humor. Look, two very different looks. The, one, the first look, again, gave me quite 70s vibe. I was thinking like Karen Carpenter, Marie Osmond uh, does like uh, the the Super Bowl halftime kind of patriotic Sings mm. the Stars and Stripes. You know what? She looks like the wife of a mayor in 1960s and the 1950s. She is. You know very what I mean? 60s or 70s She's very, very, yeah. She, yeah, there's that reference there. Mm. And then look two, I loved it because it referenced her heritage. She's oh, Iranian Canadian. Yes. She's giving us beautiful mid Middle Eastern princess vibes with that emerald green um shroud and yeah, she looked gorgeous. And I like that she um conveyed her heritage to that look. Yep. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Whether she was trying to convey Canada in the other look, I don't know. Canada and then <laughs> Iran. No, I don't. It was actually, you know, I think the, obviously the brief for look one was USA, wasn't it? She, mm. she couldn't have, but no, just lovely. I like Jackie Cox. Yeah. Um, she also said she wasn't a good sewer, so I hope she's not an early out because I like her. 
Yeah, mm. campy queen, cool aunt, Iranian Canadian. Mm-hmm. She does come across as clever to me. Yeah, um, smart girl. Very much what you see is what you get. Mm. I've got my character. I've got my. This is my drag, and I know myself. She made reference to that actually, didn't she? She's been through a journey of self discovery, mm. and she's happy with who she is now. And I th- yeah, I think she conveyed that well. I want to see more. I want to yeah. see more. Give Thank me you, more. <laughs> Next, we got Jada Essence Hall. Now, yes. um, I would say I was saying that some queens, the winners, have that color instinct. Mm-hmm. You know that. Or they have to possess it, mm-hmm. which shows that they're here to win. Like Raven's got that color instinct, oh, yeah. doesn't she? Alaska, um, laser focus. Yeah, laser Chad focus. Michaels. Who else? Yeah, there's there's some people who just come in with that color instinct. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jada yeah. has that color instinct. She is a confident lady. I wouldn't be surprised if Jada was in the top three. Yeah. Um, I mean, that look is nice. That look is stunning. It's silhouette is, yeah. Makeup done, wig beautiful. Yeah. The full outfit is just really, really pageant. It's very pageant. She, she made reference to her pageant background, didn't yeah, she's she? She's won a few. Yeah, yeah. she has. She let's know few. that she won. And that's what her look number one was giving me, like pageant winner. Mm. Um, you know, patriotic pageant look. Um, so she called Jada and she mentioned how her friend just labelled her Jada one day when she, when put, she put on her, a black, her black wig. wig on. I could kind of see from her bone structure and stuff, like she could give a Jada Pinkett Smith illusion. Yeah, because yeah. Jada back in the day had black hair. Yeah. She was, um, and she, she can look like her. Yeah. I wonder I think if that dress come from, from Jada Pinkett Smith. Also in her bone structure reminded me a little bit of J- um, Tracy K. Bonet, who's also gorgeous. That's no bad thing. Mm. Um, can she slay a lip sync like Trinity K, do you think? Um, I'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, did she make any references to being like an amazing lip sync, uh, amazing dancer, amazing performer? Not that I can recall. She d- it's more about, I reckon she'll be one of those girls, maybe a bit like Trinity the Tuck Taylor, who comes in as like, I'm pageanty and I've like dominated that world. I'm going to explore and develop through drag race and i think Mm. she'll be able to turn her hand to different things she'll surprise herself with how funny she is and how well she can perform in other domains she's just giving me a strong sense of that she comes across very confident Mm. and she comes across as someone who is um is able to hold a room Mm. is she from new york no i think she's southern Okay. Well, anyway, she, well, she looks like she can definitely hold a room oh milwaukee like trixie mattel she's from milwaukee um, she does say something about there's um, one of the hardest things is the constant pressure to be better than your last look. Yeah. Um, is she giving away something about her experience? Is she saying that maybe one week that she doesn't do as well as she did the previous? Possibly. I think she, she, she conveyed a sense much. of determination because she said, I eat ramen every day, but when I'm in this get up, I feel like an opulent queen. Yes. And uh, you cannot tell me that I am yeah, not opulent. I like that as her yeah. description of her motivation for drag. And that tells me she's determined and mm. she's sacrificed a lot. Yep. Um, her second look I really liked, actually. Again, the other look that I thought referenced Westwood, there was tartan in there. But it was kind of like PVC catsuit, Grace Jones vibes. Yeah, she's very stunning, very striking. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Very striking. So I think it was great that she could give us pageant and she could give us fashion. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times when it does come to uh, a queen who was from the pageant, Mm. what they they should want to do is break the fact that they can only do pageant. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really good. And her meet the queens, that her second look is not a pageant look. Mm -hmm. Is it? Nah. No, that's not. That's... That's from the catwalk. Mm. I loved it. Like, 
from an 80s catwalk, but still a catwalk. And I'm, who lo- who doesn't love an 80s catwalk? Stunning. Yeah. Um, I love her personality. I think she's, she's going um, far. Via, mm. She's very confident. And what you said about her eating ramen, mm. how she struggles actually. Um, she, well, she, yeah, she struggles to really, really make sure that her drag is there or to help her drag. She sacrifices a lot. Mm. It is very much like Trinity. The Trinity says that sometimes yeah. it was between paying the rent or buying a new gown and should mm-hmm. choose the gown, yeah. didn't she? <laughs> so there is definitely that um, she, she's here to win. Yeah. She's here to win this. Mm. And um, I reckon she's definitely going to go far. I think so too. Moving on to Jan. 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 Now, we both said within the first few seconds, who does she remind us of? James Mansfield. James Mansfield. Mm. What do I have to think about that? It's right in front of me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my sorry, god, you, I, you put me on the spot. I know, you put me on the I know. Spot. Like, sorry. hold on, ask me again. It's like <laughs> I'm that out you. and it's making me sound like I'm here. <laughs> Should we just start again? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I wrote she talks a lot. I just wrote that she talked too much. Like, honey, yeah. shut the sh- 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 Well, yes, 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 yes. She. I wrote that she had a slightly manic energy, um, which. Partially, I appreciated because I, I she was certainly very upbeat, but partially I find her slightly exhausting. Mm. Um, she's certainly interesting and has a range of different skills. Uh, again, another queen who talk about how she's cut her teeth in New York, uh, you know, and she that's been her proving ground, and she believes that sets herself that sets her up well for the competition. Oh, she's another New York City queen who says that I'm from New York City. So she therefore, sings, she performs, she turns a look. She says, "I got live vocals. I can host. I, mm-hmm. I can do everything." Yep. Um, so even if I get out on the first episode, please remember all these things and book me anyway. She clearly your works. Clubs. Yes, <laughs> yes I, I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. She clearly works hard. She says she's already written a book, which I found interesting. Something about I used to be. Well, wasn't it self-published? Well, it's done. I'm pretty it's sure it's in self- stores now. Anyone can write a book of it. Should we see if it's on Amazon? Yeah, we can look later. Um, she's Alexis Alexis Michelle's drag daughter. I didn't quite get this story, but it's something to do with Chris Jenner. Mm. Uh, but Alexis took her under her wing, and she calls Alexis her drag mother, which is no bad thing. I think Alexis is stunning and polished and very entertaining. You know what? She says that she loves looks, but her mm. looks are basic. They are a bit. I'm like, I'm like, what? Are you sure? <laughs> I didn't have a lot of thoughts about the looks. Like the second one was basically Gothy Kendall's entrance look. Yeah, not as good. And it's twirling yeah. that ponytail. Like, okay. And then look one. I didn't have a lot to think about with it. It was like mm, early Britney Spears. You know, quite basic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, she was saying that you know she she really gets into the looks, and I'm like, okay, well, so tie yourself there. <laughs> she says that she was from Jersey, and she had like you know she has big quaffed hair. It wasn't very big or quaffed for a drag queen. Yeah. Do you know what? I love how she goes. You know, I'm unique because I do live vocals. I can host. I can mm. you know I can turn looks, and that's why I'm different. Every queen does that. Yeah. That's that's not different. <laughs> that's yeah. It's not different. She seemed like a sunny, positive person. Mm. which was nice although you know as we've said we, we're not we, we love a bitchy drag queen you got the Brady Bunch reference that I didn't really get Jan sure yeah. Jan yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really know the Brady it's Bunch a, it's a popular gif as well I, a lot of people don't know it but the, everyone knows the sure Jan mm. gif let's move along because there's nothing much to say with her that's kind of it I'll tell you who I'm, I'm I love this queen I'm going to talk about now Nikki Doll I'm intrigued I'm uh, intrigued a, She's from Paris, but she's a NYC queen as well. Elle est parisienne. 
Um, oui. Her, yeah, her breakfast with Tiffany's. She's lovely, isn't she? I got, isn't that the look that I'm getting there? Very expensive lady, she, very expensive yeah. Parisian lady, walking along the Champs-Élysées, mm-hmm. doing my shopping, <laughs> getting me some cheese and some red wine. Is that even Paris? Except it? That she doesn't eat, darling. She does yeah. not eat. Yeah. Um, I I think yeah I think like exactly a cigar. Right. she got a nice cigar oh yes in a holder yeah she's just she looks like that bitch she I think she wore her inspiration for this look on her sleeve when she mentioned Linda Evangelista because that's who oh, she looks like oh yes Linda Evangelista she looks like definitely. Linda Evangelista on a nineties catwalk but also I thought she she wouldn't be out of place in a Robert what? Palmer video mm, what a picture very bourgeois very oui. bourgeois elle est très bourgeois she, she got money oui. she got money and like if Maybe down, we can't see the bottom part of her dress, but I'm sure there's a dog, a little chihuahua I, I, running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I imagine a very expensive Chanel um, handbag. Mm. And also, I think it's probably very short and she's got gorgeous legs yeah. and an expensive Louboutin yeah. on her feet. Um, one thing that she does say is she's from Paris mm-hmm. and she did mention what the drag is like there. That The drag there is more yeah. drag queens are booked to be visual performers. They're booked to be look queens. So the look part is very, very um, important yeah. there. Yeah. But she is a anime meets fashion as her concoction of drag. That was so interesting. And I think the anime reference was more obvious in her second look. Yes. The first look was obviously, like you say, pure 90s catwalk. Second look, I thought it was Beautiful. quite Mad Max kind of inspired, but also like if Brigitte Nielsen was in Mad Max, she's got that like tough, uh, tough lady. Yeah, and she had a baseball bat. It's the opposite, really, isn't it, of her yeah, original dress? Dichotomous look. I love it's, it. It's nice that she showcased her versatility there. I loved her voice, the accent with the smokiness. She clearly smokes. <laughs> Like definitely, um, but I loved it. Like I love that effect on the voice. Obviously, I don't, I don't recommend smoking, guys. But you know, mm. the effect on the voice is really quite lovely and sexy. She does come across as a queen who was a thinker, mm-hmm. quite cerebral. Yeah, she was gentle very, and thoughtful. Yeah, wasn't she, she? Very, very thoughtful in, in the way that she was communicating who she was. Yeah, and I really, really liked it. And she described her entry into drag was way of. Ex- she grew up in Morocco. Um, where she wasn't able to express the feminine side of herself. Mm. Um, I think that's probably due to more conservative religious attitudes in Morocco. Mm -hmm. She was able to explore it more in France and she explored her femininity and that allowed her to balance it with her masculinity as well. She said, I learned how to become a man by dressing as a lady, which I love. How? how? I guess. How does that happen? Can you tell me? Well, my take on that was she discovered her kind of her bravery and her her maybe assertiveness things that are perhaps considered traditionally masculine which you know there's a big debate around whether those things should be associated with one gender or another i think she like discovered her her strength by by her femininity that's what i got from it she she says that she become she became a man when she Maybe just allowed her to like woman, appreciate both sides of her personality. It's like, yeah, I can be feminine, yeah, I can be masculine, and it's all good. Yeah. I can be both. And as she said, that drag is a way that's allowed her to fight dark thoughts as well. So again, it's been a therapeutic thing for her, um, which was interesting and lovely. 
Uh, I just thought she seemed like chill, thoughtful, and great to look at. I'd yes. like, I'd like her to go um, reasonably far in the competition because I'm intrigued. I think by she her. will go far because those looks mm. are stunning. I think she'll kill the runway. Yeah, her looks are amazing. I think she definitely will kill the runway because mm. if if her what got her into drag or the scene that it was was for the looks. Yeah. And they're booked to be the visual performers and look yeah. queens. So her looks should be amazing. I want to see yeah. what she's like as a performer. I could see her giving like a strong emotional lip sync, like very Edith Piaf, very, very kind of like strong emotional chanteuse type performance. Mm. Maybe I'm just dealing in French stereotypes, yeah. really. <laughs> Some very clever stuff you're saying. It's you know, going right over my head. <laughs> yeah, I feel dumb sometimes. No. What is it? Huh? <laughs> We've got different points of reference. Your words there. <laughs> got different points of reference. That's Nikki all. Nikki Doll. I want to see how far you go. I want to see mm. more of her. Yeah. I'm excited for Nikki Doll. Yeah. Now, another queen I liked was Rockem Sakura. Ah, yes. Miss NMA Pop Queen. Right. No, I... She's got obviously stunning looks. I mean, she's very, very anime. And I was telling you that those eyes are very. Who's that from Dracula that has these eyes? Oh, it was uh, Erica Clash. Erica Clash. Although they're they're done differently, but it's the similar sort of effect with lots of white and a very, very large eye created. Mm. And obviously, you could draw parallels to kimchi as well. Yep. But um, yeah, very Erica Clash anime referencing. Now, this look gave me like Mega Man or some other like Capcom, um, like hero, heroine. Uh, what did you think? Um, I thought the yeah, that look is very cosplay Yeah. Very, very someone that I, I've seen this person when I'm reading anime. Yeah. You know I wondered I mean? if it was a specific anime reference that I'm missing, actually. But certainly the shiny blue aspects gave me Mega Man. And very, the shoulder pads. Very, very anime. Yeah. Very, very campy. And also, she she spelled it on her name, didn't she? She loves toys and she loves anime. So, like, Rockham is like like those Rockham Sockham, that toy, isn't it? Where it's the two boxes that fight each other. Rockham oh, Sockham robots. Know. I didn't know. That's what I got from it. And then Sakura is obviously Japanese cherry blossoms, isn't it? And card captors. Pardon? Card captors. What's card captors? An anime where Sakura is the main. Uh, she captures um, spirits and turns them into cards. Amazing. Then, you know, you, you don't know that, Sakura? Will you show me later? And also Sakura from, from Street, uh, Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah. So there's there's lots that she can. So she's definitely merged the two, the anime and, and, and that. But um, I think she's she is very, very campy, very, very kitschy. A lot of energy. I felt like she, she was like, oh, she, really, she was really like, mm, yeah, very bubbly. She's one of the girls who I felt balanced that energy quite well though because there was a couple of girls who were a bit manic and a bit exhausting mm, yeah. in their pitch she was more relaxed and more naturally funny and she did yeah. lots of things with like funny hand gestures and looks and um she she seems quite naturally funny sometimes it was quite awkward like they were, i know what you're talking about that moment yeah. where she put her hands up and i'm like i enjoyed that <laughs> it was just like, she was like yeah, waving and looking around isn't she um, I she looks like kimchi and one thing is that what, what one thing that you'll see from a queen like this who was mm. quite anime you, you're gonna wonder immediately okay what can you perform and sh- I think she uh, addressed it very very quickly she's yeah. like I'm also a good performer she yeah. put it out there like I'm not just a look queen I can also lip sync I can also do this so um, mm. she can also perform the house down so okay cool I wanna see that because like Kim Chi would never have survived a, a lip sync. She's lucky she didn't lip sync. Yeah, she never would have survived. She could like. barely walk. So um, I want to see if this girl can, she can be like, well, she, you're right, she couldn't yeah. walk, could she? No. She tripped over a lot, apparently. <laughs> Bless her. Now, her look too was quite interesting as well. It was 
um, a bit more arresting. They were kind of like um, tr- traditional prints mixed with like a Harajuku kind of clash of influences type of thing. And she was wearing like one white contact lens as well, which is quite arresting to look at, <clears throat> which makes me think that she can give you less cute, more monster at times as well. It's very kitschy. Yeah. It's very kitsch. Yeah. It's, it's very everything I, that doesn't go together, but goes together. They're two very different looks. I enjoyed them. You know, you could you can imagine somebody with such arresting makeup being a bit samey mm. and not very versatile. But um, she also made a special reference to how she's quite anti-drama. And if somebody comes to her with a problem, she's like, I take a step back. I think the word she used was I deflate and I listen and we try and we have a really good conversation, which I thought was cute, but maybe not great reality TV. I wonder, I wonder if she's like i said a lot of the times that the people here they they give away what happens in the season Mm. and i wonder if she's already telling us there's going to be a moment where someone comes for me and i don't come for them back i I just sit there and take mm, it because i'm not a a confrontative queen quite a few of them seem quite lovely and i wonder if it's going to be a bit rupaul's best friend race this season yeah not much drama but we know those producers are skilled. They, they'll they make will create drama. drama. They'll, they'll make, remember, we gave them the villain edit award. Absolutely. Okay, so they're going to make a villain out of anyone. There's going to be drama. So I'm looking forward to seeing more from Rock and Sakura. Next, we have Miss Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie was something, wasn't another, she? Another New York City queen. A very high energy New York City queen. Yes, 27. She's apparently 27. Allegedly. Like, when, girl? <laughs> when were you? What year when were you 27, hun? You were not 27, Jordan. <laughs> She's not 27. I think it was the look that aged her. Like, the, the second look wasn't quite so aging, but if you're going to wear, like, a, a giant white wig, a giant white curly wig, it's going to age you a bit. But you are, she, Yeah, okay. I thought she's she looked doing, like a... She's doing a bag of chips, she 29. Very that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she looked like a femme Uncle Sam, like, Auntie Sam, if you like. I read that she's um very Liza McGillie mm. with her looks, and she kept... Kept, she, that must be a shtick that she does yeah. because it comes up now and then. It wasn't constant. She didn't have that constant Liza Minnelli kind of a gimmick shtick yeah. there, but it came out when she got quite excited. Um, I wonder if she's a character queen like yeah. Ben De La Creme. I was thinking that very, very much. And again, mm. I think that's perhaps a little bit of a trend this season because Jan's a bit like that as well, I think. Inhabits a character yeah. and, you know, Michelle will be like, we're not seeing the real you. <laughs> I'll tell you what's going to happen during the season. The feedback for this queen's going to be, we want to see who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? And then she'll cry. Yeah. And, and then, then she'll she... go home. <laughs> and when she changes who she is, they send her home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'll come out and be like, oh, right. So and she'll actually have like a strong Lancashire accent. be like, oh, this is me. And then um, they'll be like, you're going home. Yeah. Sashay away. Uh, what have I got with her? Very, it was very just that, very nice, very performance based, very yeah. character based in yeah. here. Um, she did kind of hold that character. She did for the meet the queens, and um, mm. I, I mean, she's got a good character commitment. I'd like to see her in, in an acting challenge. Yeah, she made me laugh. Like there was that bit where she was just sort of saying random nouns, and she says asbestos, <laughs> and that that kind of made me chuckle. Um, larger than live character this lady no. very that like you mentioned as well there's a bit of Mimi I'm first in there yes. with the intensity of yes. the character so she's somewhere between Dela and Mimi which is not a bad place to be I mean I think she she did say also that she wants to she brings the the past drag the, mm. the campy side that you know that that old school drag and she's trying to be modern 
And I'm like, well, yeah, you have to be. <laughs> you have I, to be modern if you want to that may, mm, that may be her perception. I don't see her bringing modern fashion references because her look too was, oh, I, was uh, I think, ugly. I think that was her take on a modern look. Yeah, and no. It was kind of like a worse version of Britta Filters, like studded denim kind of thing. She looked prettier and younger in the second look. Yeah, because she, she was wearing the hair up away from her face. Do you know what? She's very. She um. I wonder if she was inspired by that. This that that. Uh, look. I know what, what you mean. Yeah. So Paolo's pulling a muscle in front of me. He's flexing I'm his, pulling uh, his my gun. muscle, and I'm wearing like a. Uh, I'm, I'm a. Imagine me. I'm a white lady with blonde hair. It was, a, and I'm doing like that whole bicep curl. Her name is Rosie or Maisie, and she yeah. was at a World War Two poster to inspire women to participate in the war effort yes yeah, so, so and, that's and, i wonder if that's the look that she was going for because yeah. it, it, it evokes that rosie rivets or something like that I, I we'll look know. it up I can't confirm something anything. like that she was um yeah yeah i get i get where you're coming yeah. from because she's got the um the headscarf on and her hair up mm. yeah 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 that's what I've, that. that's all i've got from her like a, a fashion take on it yeah mystery pie is definitely a character queen hmm. um I just want to see how she she carries it, and I wonder how it's going to be received. She's another one who's working quite hard, and I felt like she's trying to make an impression because maybe she goes early. <laughs> it's true, she is. She's mm. like, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Like she was, oh God, no. I'm, sorry, the sound's not going to love you me. You turned into Thor, you Thor, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie. Yeah. I got my name because, I don't, well, how did she get her name? Sherry, because that was the most common name in the 1950s, and Pie, because she mm. likes pie. So she makes it together and made sherry pie and she said it needs to be funny and punny but it's not a great pun it's not sherry pie instead of cherry pie okay is she giving away her her level of wit there because it's, mm. it's not much still you know she if she can channel that that fun energy yeah. let's see how far she gets yes our last queen for season 12 is widow von du from mm. missouri quite a complicated name here now she saw a documentary about black widows and how they were in her words big black and scary so she adopted that she loved kat von d and also erica badu so she blended all three together so she's you know so what does that mean she is she's a spider s- she's a spider she's um she's an arachnid black. she's a, a scary black thing She's she's got punky makeup lady influences, That's and she's also, she also got gorgeous soul singer influences. But sing soul, yeah, yeah, lot in there, isn't there? The and is I that? think that was conveyed in her looks, which to me I could not make sense of. <laughs> she goes, her so looking at her looks here, like they're not my favorite, no, but she she defines herself as a you know. A wretched ass queen with high class fashion. All I saw was a wretched ass queen. I think she missed the second bit. Didn't yeah, she? all I see is wretched ass queen. Like that's wretched, wretched. Everywhere so, you look, it's wretched. The <laughs> Rashid, <laughs> it's wretched. R- Rashid, bad yeah. rushes of Aiken. So the first look, I... <laughs> widow von don't. <laughs> Well, there we go. There we <laughs> That's go. That's what I think of her. I was like, oh. Now, look one was kind of like, there was vaguely like a little Kim sense about like the hair and makeup, but then it's like she'd fallen over and put on every single drag accessory she could. Like there's white one shoulder pad and a bit of a harness and like a sparkly rat And I just could not make head nor tail of it. I, uh, I don't. And then I look two it. was like, two really clashing elements there's like this muppet fur coat with like 
some luminous of... battle armor. Yes. I... Uh, and it was a bit sci-fi, a bit Empress of the Future, but it was just a lot. It was a lot. It looks like a purple gorilla mm. wearing a costume. Mm. Wearing like a, a Transformer. Yeah. Wearing like Optimus Prime's battle armor or something. But you know what? She actually comes across as quite lovely. That's the thing. And she was the she... other queen who says, oh, People get really intimidated by me. And she was lovely, warm, friendly. Yes. She's, she's one of the queens who speak to you through the lens. Yeah. She's one of the queens that come across very confident and likable yeah. through the lens. And to say that she comes across as intimidating, it's, re- it's really harsh. And, I, and I'm and i hope it's not coming from the fact that she is a person of color who was mm-hmm. tall. Yeah. But that's not what prompts this well it was assumption. Her, her and britta saying it wasn't it and she yeah. did say about you know black widows are big black and scary in her mm. words and that's why she adopted the name like that would be a shame wouldn't it if that was her experience because she does seem quite i can imagine her giving you a good time in a club yeah you know she gives good sound bites and i bet she's a good lip syncer as well yeah she, she has that sense about now she did give us a little hint. I think that she's nearly out. <laughs> she goes. She goes. One thing about this season is don't blink or you'll miss something real fun. I'm like, what, what are, you, are you saying you're first out? Yeah. Like, are you saying that you're out straight away? I'm surprised the the editors let that through because I think we could be wrong, but I think it's an indication that she's nearly out. Um, you know what? I mean, or she's just trying to say don't blink because you know there's so much amazing things happening. Mm. Or, but it comes across as don't blink because I'm only on one episode. Um, her makeup is questionable. I wrote as well. Her it wasn't. Make- it wasn't awful. I've seen worse. Like it wasn't vinegar strokes level, but it's alright. Sorry, but on season twelve of RuPaul's Drag Race, I feel there's no excuse to have bad makeup for anyone now especially now with social media like you can't like season one very very early okay some of the makeup wasn't the best but that makeup is that makeup is terrible i I feel and like with with all the tutorials that we got on youtube that teach you how to do makeup Mm -hmm. no you're not allowed to look like that she's another girl where i feel i can see what she looks like as a boy yeah um and that's cool uh, on a personal level, I feel like I want more of an illusion. Yeah, quite often I, I do too. Um, I do. I want to see. I love that transformative makeup, but I, f- I feel like I can see Boy Widow. Yep. I'll tell you what else. I I would love for one time uh, a plus size queen. Yeah. To come on, and not not use their body as their key selling point. You know, I mm. want it's a time for a big girl to win. No, no. Okay, you're you're big, but they shouldn't rely on that or use that as a reason to win they've been very every few. big queen yeah. says it. we we get it like trust me we see it yeah like you don't need a you, you don't need to promote it it's there we see it but like don't yeah. don't use i just want to see a plus size queen come on and just want to win because they're a mean. good drag queen i guess the must and be... maybe they and and in doing so of course of course they know that they represent yeah. the, the people who are also plus size we see it in you but don't use it as i should win because i'm big i'm the a mu- plus size queen there must be something about sizeism in the drag community for them to feel the need to say that i think i, I get the sense that a lot of bigger queens um see slimmer girls 
get gigs before they do, perhaps when they have less talent, because well, they fit a more conventional standard of beauty. It has set, well, yeah, a lot of the queens, the big girls do say that throughout the episodes, don't, yeah. don't they, throughout the seasons, how mm-hmm. it's harder for them to get the gigs, yeah. how it's harder for them to do drag, because the heels and their body. Mm-hmm. And, and the, I can only think of a couple of girls who perhaps haven't, like, used it or mentioned it all the time. Like, Delta... I remember trying to distance herself from it. Like she resented being lumped together with Stacy and Mimi. Yes. Um, and she tried to distance herself from it because she, she found it a bit basic. And I remember Kim Chi is, you know, she is, she is a curvier queen, even though she doesn't show body, but she was quite keen not to like use that as a, as a way to, I remember, in fact, Trixie Mattel said that really funny thing, didn't she? She was like, I mean, I'm nicking a Trixie Mattel joke here and she was like Kim Chi came up to her and was like Trixie there, there wasn't a big girl on them on the season 8 and then Trixie was like wasn't there Kim Chi <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there <Yeah>. wasn't there <laughs> and that's all the queens we've got for season 12 yeah um, what are your thoughts um, very excited to see um, how the series develops actually because there are a lot of intriguing girls there now I think it's 13 is a bit of a funny number have I counted wrong uh, no, there are 13. Now, that says to me, perhaps a little hint, that there's a returning queen. They tend to like a round number. Um, now, if they're a returning queen, let's say from season 11, for argument's sake, who do you think would be likely or who would you like to see? Um, you first. I would like to see Scarlet Envy. Oh, yes. Can I, I can I go on and say I want Scarlet Envy as well? Mm-hmm. I love Scarlet Envy. I'd love to yes. see her return. Or... Hmm, who else? I mean, it couldn't be anybody who was in the top. What are the options? It'd have to be somebody who's an early out. Cause give, me, give me their names. Oh, um, Soju? Hell no. <laughs> uh, Mercedes? No. Uh, Honey Davenport? Yes, Honey yeah, Devonport. Honey's intriguing. I isn't would she? want to see Honey Devonport come back. I yeah. felt like it was an early out for her, yeah. especially because she was a big name mm-hmm. in the drag. Like she's she was a known queen. Yeah. And she's also Monet Exchange's drag she mom. Is, and had so, a really interesting Hey Queen recently because also she's got the relationship with Sahara Davenport and mm-hmm. Manila Luzon. So Intr- she'll be the queen I want to come back. Okay, great. You and say, you you say honey, Newman. I'd say Scarlet, yeah. Let's see how things go with season 12. Maybe there might be 14, maybe 13, but apparently this is one of the, I think RuPaul said this is one of the most talented casts that they've had. The really which intriguing. I thought was a big thing to say. Mm. <laughs> but then, of course, she'll say that every damn time, won't she, yeah. to try to get people to watch. Uh, no, I'm I'm now excited to to watch the series because I've actually sat down and got to know them a little mm-hmm. bit, and I want to see how they go and how they progress through the competition. Me too. So that's it. I saw something about a double premiere as well, so I wonder if that means a returning queen. But yeah. let's see. Let's, let's see. see. Either way, we've got thirteen really interesting queens to work with, and also you've got me, Paolo, and Doctor Tom to guide you through this with our opinions that you never <laughs> asked for, but, but we're giving them they're anyway. Damn, <laughs> they're damn good opinions, all right? <laughs> um, I can't wait to do this, and I can't wait. And I have a feeling. Well, I do want B and Nick to come up, but then if mm. we can get anyone else to come in and get their opinion on it as well, yeah. to get different kind of reactions mm-hmm. to the drag fandom, then I would love that as well. Definitely. Like we had with William and Juju. Yep. All right. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Spilling GNT with Bowler and Dr. Tom. We'll see you later. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.